Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Opinion Line on Quartz 96 FM. I want to talk to Emma O'Sullivan now. Emma, first of all, how are you today? Good morning. Hi, PJ. How are you? Good morning. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm okay. I'm okay. Good. Talk to me about what you yeah. go through day to day. What What are your, you have an eating disorder and OCD. Now, uh, talk yeah. about that for me. So um, the eating disorder started when I was in about my teen years um, and I was hospitalized for uh, about six months with anorexia at about 15. Um, I suppose it's kind of led up to a point now where um, it's all kind of morphed into quite severe OCD. Um, So while I'm dealing with the OCD, it's kind of also affecting the anorexia uh, so it's you know kind of like it they're both affecting each other yeah how does it manifest itself like how does it affect your day-to-day yeah so uh, it's pretty debilitating um, it is basically for me it's around contamination a lot so it limits my life um, quite a lot it makes it quite small um, you know, in terms of um, eating, using utensils, um, public transport, just, you know, tiny little even day-to-day things, um, it's it's quite limiting. Contamination, it's a fear of contamination, is it? Um, yeah, so it's kind of um, gotten into a fear of, you know, getting getting sick. Um, so, so, yeah, I suppose it's a constant... Cleaning, um, there's a lot of checking going on. Um, so it's it's quite a difficult thing to, to explain to someone, I suppose, mm. if well, you've let's not really... Make, it, yeah. make a simple example. Like, you want to prepare a bite of breakfast. It's half nine, so you want to prepare a bite of breakfast, a cup of coffee, slice of toast, whatever, a bit of cereal. Yeah. So, so how difficult yeah. is that for you now? So... I can't actually do that at the moment. Um, so what I'm able to do is um, either go to a cafe that I feel comfortable going to or else um, have kind of like a packaged food. And nice. if I'm using like a utensil or something, like I would like 
used hand sanitizer. Like and, what, what would be the difficulty that? of going over to the bread bin, taking out two slices of bread, popping them in the toaster, getting the butter out of the press, getting a knife to butter the toast? Like, what? Yeah. Help, help, help me understand that. What, what, what are the difficulties with that? Um, I suppose it's kind of the intrusive thoughts a lot that come with it. So with OCD, um, a lot of the time it is logic kind of takes a backseat. So you can kind of be, as I could say to myself, okay, this is, this is fine. You know, I know this is fine. But those intrusive thoughts can kind of take over when OCD comes quite severe. Um, so a lot of the times talking to someone with OCD, um, there, there's not a lot of reassurance that can be done. Um, and yeah, so it's gone quite bad to the point where I am, I've been in kind of the public mental health system for about 10 years. Um, and I've, I've really, really deteriorated. So I've, I've had to make my, my story public. Um, I've started a a GoFundMe to try and get the funds to get proper treatment and Mm. recovery. Um, because it's just not a possibility here. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you've got, you'd be a dual diagnosis, wouldn't you? And therefore, yeah, very hard to get any kind of treatment. Yeah, I am. Um, I suppose with the with the anorexia, it has. I have gotten that kind of, you know, somewhat under control. The the OCD is kind of really um, affecting the anorexia again. So it, you know, as you say, it's kind of like. Um, one against the other at yeah. the moment. Because, yeah. again, how I'm putting that together in my head, Emma, is... Yeah. So, so you've got, like you said, you've got the anorexia under some level of control, which I assume yes. means that you, yeah. you, your, your eating is structured. You're, 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 yes, yeah. Right, you have a structure around when, when and how and... and yeah. So you, you plan your day in terms of the food you're going to have, but then in comes the OCD and says, oh, no, I'm not going to exactly. let you do that. Exactly, yeah. So that can thing. kick that can um, kick the yeah. control of your anorexia back. And and this is the thing, and um I suppose I've been trying to find the right help for a long time now and um it's just been living in, in torment like this, I've kind of experienced uh I suppose there's a massive gap um in the mental health system. Yeah. Um I think the public services provide um, a, a basic level of care. Um, so for any severe case, I know that there there is just no option. You know, I've been told that there is no OCG treatment plan in um, public hospitals. Yeah. Um, and it's just, I suppose, for a lot of people going through mental illness, there's nearly an acceptance of okay, you know, a lack of quality of life. And I've gotten to a point where I don't want to accept that for myself and mm. I don't want to accept that for other people anymore. You, you, your um, quality of life can't be very good at the moment. It, it's not. It's really, really living day to day. Um, and I suppose going through this whole process, I've gotten messages from people in similar situations from me Um with just, you know, just horrible stories of what they're going through and realizing that it's not just me going through this. Mm. It's it's given me a lot of hope to just keep pushing. Brilliant. 
um, and, and keep fighting. Because yeah. people listening to us talking this morning, Emma, will be thinking, God, she sounds as bright and she sounds confident and she sounds very together. Yeah. And, and, and you do, I compliment you on that. But from the way yeah. you describe it, you've got these two things going on, which mm -hmm. the treatment from one, or the management of one, the management of one is threatened by the effects of the other. So how do yeah, you, I mean, like, yeah. this is a beautiful summer's day and it's half past yeah. nine. Like, mentally, yeah, how, will yeah. your day, how will your day pan out? Just to put it into simple words for us. Yeah, so uh, basically a lot of uh, control, I suppose. A lot of forward thinking of, okay, if I'm out, uh, simple things like I, I can't really use public bathrooms. So, um that's constricting. Uh, where am I? Where am I going to eat? How are they going to prepare the food? You know, it's intensely kind of scrutinizing every little bit of my my day. Um, but but going back to what you were saying, um, I think a lot of people with mental health issues, and I, I suppose girls as well. And for me, we've kind of learned to mask the issue mm. quite a lot. Mm. And for me, that's come across in a way of um, being able to just put on a face that, you know, everything is fine and being able to, to talk quite well about things. Um, but, but inside, you know, if, if you could see my day to day life, um, it's a lot of torment. Um, and I suppose because I can talk like this about things, um, it is, it's helpful in a way. Um, mm -hmm. but, in another way, it's also hard because I, I really, you know, if I could, if I could have someone come into my life and just live my life for a day and experience it, um, you know, I think there would be a lot more services available to people and a lot more um, yeah. specific and, and qualified services available to people. You, you, you remind me, the picture I have in my head, Emma, is of, of a swan. So, out on the lock. Yeah. So, here's mm -hmm. this tall, majestic creature sailing along on the top of the water. What we don't yeah. see is the sheer panic of the little feet below. And, and this is the thing, yeah. You present as calm and collected yeah. and together yeah. and rational. Mm -hmm. But even, yeah. am I right in saying that even as we're talking now, your mind is full of fear and conflict about how the rest it's, of the day pans yeah. out. It's a constant. It's literally, I, I've i gotten, I'm so exhausted from from my own mind. Um, you know, I've gotten to really, really low points of, of going to South Dock, um, really feeling quite, quite, quite low about my life, going to the emergency mental health department in the COH and just constantly being, um, being, being turned away, I suppose. Um, you know. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.
It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Southdock are great, um, but it's, it's the other services that, you know, you can literally be saying, I, I, I do not feel safe, I... I'm at a really low point and just given them another medication to try and be sent home. Um, and it's, it's just, it's, it's so wrong that, you know, there's, there's people's lives on the line and I've heard people recently around me and who I've never known and they've lost family members to mental illness and, just because of this, because people are being turned away and not given a voice and not being given proper care. Um, and I suppose I've, I've, I've talked about this for a long time now and that's why I can, why I can present myself. And I suppose if you did see me on the street, you, you would never think what is going on is going on because I have been masking this for, mm-hmm. um, a good 10, 11 years now. Yeah. So. And yeah. no doubt doing a super job, but nobody yeah. sees the turmoil behind your eyes. No. So what do you need, Emma? You need a place, I think, yeah. that will take on both your eating disorder and your OCD. Does that exist in this country? Um, so I am, um, the hope is to get into um, St. Patrick's in Dublin. Um, right. I initially had a place there, but unfortunately, because my insurance didn't go through, um, that place has has kind of gone. So I will have to make a referral. Um, so hopefully, once I raise the funds, I can make a referral again. See. Um, but but yeah, yeah. Are you frightened that, mainly, that you lose control of this? Oh, absolutely terrified, and I I have lost control so so many times. Um, it's mainly, mainly focused on, you know, hopefully going into hospital, I'm, I'm mainly going to be focused on, focusing on the OCD, um, because that again is, is kind of controlling the yeah. eating. Do, do, but do you I've, think I've, if you could yeah. sort the OCD out, you know, rein it in a bit, deal with it, do you think that you could manage your anorexia then? Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, it's it's mainly centered around that. Because um, obviously and, you've got a handle on your anorexia, which is brilliant and well done. Yes. You have yeah. a handle on it. And I suppose... But this thing is I affecting your ability. Dis- wow. Yeah. Eating disorders, um, a lot of the time, are, are quite intense. And they're like... The way I describe it is that they're like a monster. They can 
kind of morph into a lot of different things. They wear a lot of different coats and um, it's it's gotten to a point of of just real crisis point for me at the moment where I need um, recovery and the, the treatment options available are not recovery based, you know. You they are, um, I'm, I'm terrified for, for my life because I want a life and this, this is not what well, I'm 25, you know, I, I'm, I've had to give up my job. Um, my world is extremely small mm. and it's, it's excruciating to have to live like in torment like that. Um, and I didn't ever, I, you know, I never wanted to have to make my, let anyone know my story, really. I've been hiding even from a lot of people what I've been going through. But I, I've come across so many barriers in the public mental health system of literally begging and crying for for inpatient care. And um, just it's just not there, you know. And even if I was to get public inpatient care, um, the, the, there's no treatment, there's no recovery for OCD. Um, and I, I just have a, a, a sorry statistic here um, that I just wanted to, to say that um, so there was no money allocated to the National Eating Disorder Treatment Plan in 2020 by the HSE. Mm. Um, in 2018, 1.5 million was allocated to the plan, but only 137,000 euro was spent. Wow. And in 2019... 1.6 million euro was allocated, but no money was spent. Where that money um, This is, there is, and I think that the, those statistics really span on the whole mental health system, not just eating disorders. Um, I think if you speak to anyone who's been through the public system, you will hear a lot of distressing stories. Um, and it's, for me, um, I, I really am desperate for the help right now. But when I get better, I, I want to be an advocate for people. And I suppose this for me has, has gotten to a point where it's not just about my story anymore. It's about the people who don't have a voice um, and who feel like they're just stuck in a system that they will never get help in. Um mm. And I think the young people in our country deserve more care than this. You used a fantastic word about three sentences ago. Do you know what it was? No. When I get when? better. Yeah. When. And that is my hope. That I've gotten to a point where I I was giving up, you know. I was thinking, okay, this is it. Um just just being honest with you that I was I was prepared to um to to end my life at a certain point okay um because of this um that, that takes immense courage is, to admit that and I'm it's, it's 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 really hard to to admit that but um i've i had i come across the story of um a particular girl who had started a goFundMe and raised the money to get help and reading her story being in contact with her um, hearing other people's stories, it's it's gotten me to to fight for my life again. Good for um, 
Sorry, I'm getting a bit emotional. It's but It's okay. Um, okay. Good for you. That's brilliant. You're fantastic. So I'm, you, know you, know, that, you know that, don't you? Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, the GoFundMe is still going quite slow, unfortunately. So it's kind of um, a day-to-day thing where, you know, I just want to be in hospital now. I just want to get help now. How much do you need to get, to get a start in the hospital? Yeah, so the the target goal is um, 60,000. So it's it's quite a lot. Um, that would be for um, the optimal, optimal kind of stay, sure. a longer stay. Um, and so I suppose that's where the gap is. You know, you have the public system and then you have the... Um, the private system where unfortunately if your insurance doesn't cover it because you know mental health a lot of the times is deemed pre-existing yeah. you don't kind of wake up with a mental health issue one day um, that you have to try and find another way so people are falling through that gap and unfortunately losing their lives a lot of the time. Yeah. Let me read this to you. It's coming on, on the WhatsApp. Hi, PJ. I'm listening to your conversation yeah. with Emma. I just want to say I'm so proud of Emma for speaking up. So grateful to her for doing so. I'm currently using the public mental health service and really struggling. I suffer from, de- from depression and suicidal ideation. I've been unable to get the help I need. I've been turned away from the emergency room numerous times when I was suicidal. I want to send love to Emma and support to her and the same love and support to all that are struggling within the mental health system. You're having a very important conversation with me today, Emma. Um, I just want to say thank you so much to that that person for reaching out as well because I really feel the struggle um, really in my heart for for everyone and it's, it's so distressing because you, you just do not know what people are going through and to be turned away from an emergency department having to go there in the first place because you're in an emergency situation it's it's just absolutely disgraceful um mm. and we need to do something about about this in our country our young people are dying you know um and it's just i i don't know is it a culture in ireland you know we're just putting things under a rug, you know, and we're hiding this, but I've been so ashamed of what I've been going through for so long. Um, just so, so ashamed to say it to anyone, but I'm not anymore because I don't want anyone to go through this. And I know how much I, I need the help and I want a life back for myself, for my family. Um, and it's, yeah, it's just been, excruciating to to go through and to hear these stories well i think you're fantastic and brave and strong emma thank you so much okay take care of yourself we'll talk again thank you so much for having me on really appreciate it well done you courts 96 fm